such a beautiful sound. Welcome back to Dirt Tracks and Rib Racks, episode 23. Got a full crew here, minus Satellite Bob today. Me and Bunner, Kyle. We got a special guest today, Jamie Ball, the 4W, running 360 series out of Knoxville. How's it going today, Jamie? Good, thanks for having me on the show. Hey, no problem, man. Yeah, so 360 this year, yeah, you, you were running at the top most of the year is, and uh, came down to the last race for the points. Yeah, but. yeah this year was uh, my first year uh, having to own my own team. Been very fortunate in the past. My dad and his old business partner owned everything previously, and uh, some things changed over the offseason and was uh, able to take full ownership and start gaming ball racing and had the least amount of equipment with uh, no paid help, just a bunch of friends and family and volunteers and had the most success we ever had. So it was, uh, it was a good year, good year to say the least. I think we ended up three wins at Knoxville and uh, just narrowly missed the points again for the second year in a row, but came down to the the last couple laps. So it was uh, a great year, you know, a year that we finally had fun again and just uh, enjoyed it and remembered why we all started spring car racing in the first place. Yeah. You could, you think that was more of like a gelling thing with you and the you and the friends in the pits to to help you uh, be better than you were before? Absolutely. Uh, my dad and I pretty much did most everything during the week, and then one of my buddies, Jacob Engel, and Brandon Dunkerson were the two main ones, and then one of my dad's old crew guys from when he ran back in the uh, late '90s, early 2000s came back on. So we kind of got everybody back together, and uh, it was just fun because everybody was there to have a good time of course we wanted to win you know who doesn't but if we didn't we didn't leave the track mad you know we still had a couple beers and and went back to the shop and had a couple more there and just just enjoyed it you know did it did it as family and friends and like i said nobody got paid so i think uh, the expectations are changed a little bit when you do it that way it's a lot more fun when you just have fun that's the main point it of is. it when you're having fun more than worrying about just getting paid yeah, I uh, I went and ran the national tour in 2018, and just uh, some of the circumstances were didn't end up being quite as I'd imagined, and uh, I kind of felt towards the end of that year that I I had to go race. I didn't get to go race, and it uh, really changed things and just your your attitude and your outlook and expectations and whatnot, and just where I'm at in my life. You know, I'm content with being the Knoxville guy and just running here locally and picking up some stuff here or there on the side. So. It's uh, pretty cool just how, I guess, life changes based on, you know, what my goals were when I was 20 versus now when I'm 30, so. Yeah. So you say national. Was that, I'm trying to think, was that the ASCS or what was that? Yeah, national. Okay. I ran national tour full-time in 2018 and then uh, started in 2019 but then pulled off just because it didn't make sense for us with our business at the time. Yeah. So it. So you you've been running for how long now? I started sprint cars in 2010, so going on 12 years. Okay. Yeah. So, so you started right out out of the 360 class, or were you at? Did you start at the? Uh, was that the Pro Series at Knoxville, or did you start at the uh, 360? Back, back then, they had the Open 305, so it was a actual built class, not a crate motor. And uh, I started actually doing both. I did double duty most of the time with 305 and 360, and ran well my first couple of years probably. 30 or so races each year and built up to 2018 there when we did the national tour and since then we've kind of dialed back but like i said we're uh, enjoying it 
Good deal. So what is the Pro Series? Is that, is that a 305 or what's what? Is, I'm not familiar with that size of that motor there, or the class. Oh, the Pro Series. It's a crate motor. It's like an LS engine. Oh, gotcha. Uh, that they've kind of tailor made. That's really only good for Knoxville and a couple other series here, really in Iowa and the Midwest. Gotcha. I was just curious. So is there you got plans for the 410 or just trying to hang with the 360 for now? No, truthfully, I'll probably just hang with the 360. Uh, we've got enough that keeps us busy between uh, I manage my dad's commercial equipment sales business, Hireview Enterprises Incorporated. Uh, so real estate for Iowa Realty. I uh, just started flipping houses on my own and do a couple uh, couple other things, uh, charitable efforts with Best Christmas Ever and getting ready to start with Agape Farms. So we keep plenty busy to where I still want to race. I have no intentions of quitting anytime soon. And, uh, you know, kind of seeing if I can emulate the Clint Garners of the world, you know, where I can become the staple in the 360 class that's out there competing for championships and 360 nationals wins every year. And, you know, if a 410 ride would come available or any sponsors or resources would step up, you know, I would gladly entertain that. But uh, at this point in life, it's definitely not a goal any longer. So I know, I know you said you do uh, some realty on your own and you help with your dad's uh, business. Um, what's the, uh, I know you do the elevate all thing too. Um, is that, is that yeah. going good for you? Is that, does that well, help we, you with we your racing? And... A little bit. We were, we were starting uh, two years ago with uh, my buddy, Matthew Johnson, and then uh, my crew guy, Brandon Dunkerson. We all own a third of that. And we were going pretty good. We were kind of doing marketing and promotion and some custom stuff and getting into apparel and whatnot. And uh, Matt's in the National Guard, so he moved to Virginia for a year on orders and just got back a couple weeks ago. So we're hoping to get get uh, 2022 ramped back up and, and see where that'll take us. But so, kind of been on hold there for a little bit while he was gone. I got you. So what's the, what's the goal with that? Is that just uh, – I know you guys got some clothing. Does that help you with your T-shirts and stuff? And then uh, I know you do some promotional items and stuff. Is this just like a – are you going to run that alongside racing or is it just to help local business there in Knoxville? Uh, just be local business here in Iowa for the most part. Um, we'd really like to get to <clears throat> get to more apparel type stuff. Just uh, I think there's more money in that and a little bit easier to kind of go mainstream versus doing something one off all the time on the custom promotions. So uh, we'll uh, see. Like I said, I got a lot going, so I'm kind of in a little bit of a moment where I need to kind of pick and choose what's going to be best for the time that i have is your is your off season kind of crazy you know even though you just run the knoxville exclusively now um is it kind of crazy still in the off season just building for for next year yeah my off season is probably a little different than most um we we work pretty hard during the season on all the spring car stuff to be prepared and uh you know this year i'm definitely still working on race car stuff but when we're not racing it gives me more time to focus on on the business side of things that helps in turn pay for the racing during the summer. So kind of when my sprint car season's over, then, then the work season really begins. Yeah. So we, we got some career stats on you. Um, I don't know if you even pay attention or even know these. So we have you at, uh, <laughs> or care or care really, uh, 239 career races. You have 10 wins, 36 podiums. It's a 4.2% win percentage and a 15.1% podium percentage for your career. Um, of course, this year you were second in the Knoxville 360 point series for the second year in a row. And I think, what was it? Did you have like 2014 or 2017 you were third? Yeah. Yep, that should be correct. 
So, uh, and then this year you had uh, 14 races at Knoxville, three wins, eight podiums, and uh, 4,293 points. Um, and you also raced three times with the ASCS. Was that at Knoxville as well, or was that elsewhere? Uh, two would have been classified as Knoxville on 360 Nationals. That's a sanctioned event for them. <clears throat> and then uh, I went and ran Lakeside down in you know, Kansas or Missouri, whatever, right there on the border. And uh, just did a, a little bit of a tune-up, I guess, the 360 Nationals. Had some things I needed to work on. and That track's big enough that it gave me that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And you finished 22nd this year in the 360 Nationals. Yeah, yeah we made it. It wasn't the, uh, wasn't the effort that I quite wanted, but we uh, had some... Is had that... some tire problems. Hoosier Hoosier wasn't overly accurate this year with yeah COVID and the production issues that they had. And uh, I think my tire shrunk about three inches and was a very very tight race car. So out... I started it didn't help. Outside of the 360 series, that's your that's your main. Is that your main focus of the year? Is getting ready for the 360 nationals? You know it used to be, but this year we kind of took on a new effort. And uh, as cliche as it sounds, we we were just out there to win every race that we went to. We didn't, uh, didn't focus. I didn't work on getting prepared just for August because things from the pill draw to, you know, just a little bit of luck or missing your marks, your nationals can be ruined within those two laps of qualifying. So absolutely, we, uh, just wanted to have the different focus of, you know, whatever tonight is, I'm going to go out there and qualify as good as I can or heat race as good as I can and go forward in the future and, and try to win. And then we ended up being the, uh, Lyle Boyd, hard charger of the year. Passed, nobody passed more cars than us in the 360 class at Knoxville, and I think that showed uh, that that was a, a new and better way for us to go about our nights. Yeah. What was your uh, favorite racing memory growing up in Knoxville? Oh, my number one favorite <clears throat> racing memory of, of racing myself would, without a doubt, be opening night this year to uh, – start my own team like we did after some of the stuff we went through in the winter on, on, you know, we didn't get started. I didn't put a car by one single part until March 7th last year. And, uh, we won on April 18th and to do it in my, uh, now wife, uh, her family number four W is where the four W came from was the Ren family down in Texas. And to go out and with our brand new team with kind of getting the band back together, so to speak, on the crew and doing it with family and friends and having all my money invested into it to win opening night was a storybook almost, you know, something I'll never forget. How is it racing Knoxville weekly? You know, I know we, we came from now, we came to nationals last year, our first time in Knoxville, but uh, we watch, we watch on flow now and or dirt vision, dirt vision. We yeah. watch on dirt vision. Sorry, not flow <laughs> TV in general, but how is it to race at Knoxville every week being the sprint car capital of the world and, you know, just being able to race in front of, really, the world's best fans, probably. Oh, I, I love it. I think, uh, you know, for a while growing up here, I loved it. And then I went and did national tour, and you kind of get away. And I suppose, like everything in life, you really don't know what you have until you don't have it anymore. So missing Knoxville for those couple of years and being at other tracks with <clears throat> not as good track prep or officials and safety crew and you know really even just the caliber of equipment and, and competitors that you have there's nothing better and no place i'd rather be and you know that's part of the reason that i've never lived outside of knoxville my entire life i went to business school and did day night and online classes so that i could be home in the race shop at night so uh, knoxville is a sprint car capital for a reason and uh 
I love it. You know, there's no place I'd rather go or live or, or just work in and help the community. Yeah. So what's, what's Knoxville like in the off season? Is it, I mean, there's a town (laughs) as the town pretty dead. (laughs) Not, not a lot. Um, You know, slideways carding center and farm grill that they have. There's one of my sponsors. Is that where you uh, brush up on your racing there? Oh yeah, we got a four W card out there now. So if you're out there, uh, go check check that out. Heck um, yeah, we went out we there. Knoxville just go ahead. Go ahead. No, you uh, go ahead. Knoxville just without race season doesn't truly really doesn't have a whole lot. You know, what I mean, we <laughs> don't even have a bowling alley anymore. Yeah. Nothing. You know, they did get the movie theater back going, but you know, we're fortunate to have three or four of the uh, manufacturing plants that we have that kind of gives gives people jobs and helps keep the town going. But really, it everything centered around the economic boost that Knoxville Raceway brings. Yeah. Uh, what was I going to say next? What about, so what's the food scene like there? What's your, uh, we like our barbecue, we like our food here. Uh, we're in Southern Indiana, but we still like our food. But so uh, what's your, what's like a hidden gem there? Or your favorite place to, to uh, dine at? Oh, my favorite place that we frequent all the time would be, Casa Grande Mexican restaurant. They've uh, been in business since I was in like eighth grade. And uh, it's just been kind of a cool place that a bunch of the people that work there are actually race fans and their kids are race fans and they're playing with sprint cars all the time. And it just uh, feels a lot more like home. So we always <clears throat> try to go there and, and who doesn't love a good margarita? Right. That's right. I might have to put that on our list. I We didn't go we, there. On, it wasn't year. on our we had a list of places to check and I wasn't on it. So we might have to put that on our list for 2022, but so rib shack, you ever go to rib shack? We, we stopped in there, uh, this past year. Yep. We did. We did rib shack, Mr. C's, uh, peace tree. Yeah. Uh, what the pizza place? Uh, there. uh, how do you say, is it Coral Giuliano's? Uh, Coralanos. Coralanos. Okay, we always say it wrong, but good good pizza. <laughs> we're trying to sound all of it out when we say it. It was really yeah, good no, pizza, I thought. We're we're big Rib Shack fans. I actually just went there today for lunch. Nice. Um, you know, and they're good good supporters of sprint cars, and they work with the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame real well. So we frequent there a lot. Um, Wacko's, uh, AJ that owns Dingus, he also owns Wacko's outside of town. This is a nice bar and grill. And... Uh, you know, pretty fortunate that we've got some pretty decent places that all support spring car racing. For yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. What's your order of choice at Rib Shack? Uh, I normally just go with their, they call it Southern style nachos. It's basically the chips with uh, brisket and jalapenos and all the fixings. Hell yeah. That's a, uh, sounds fantastic. I don't I, I forget what I got. I think I got a sandwich. I think I got a pulled pork sandwich. Yeah, I got a pulled pork sandwich too. Yep. Pretty much. Pretty much everything there's pretty good. So yeah. It's hard to beat. This is our this is our first year in Knoxville this year, and it was a uh, dude, it's a fun town, especially during a, especially during nationals. Well, and you picked a good year. You know, everybody kind of missing out from not getting to do it in 2020. That this year was. Uh, you know, I've been going here my whole life, but it was extra special and extra big. Yeah, we'll be back this year too. <laughs> yeah, we're bringing a few extra people this year. This is like I said, this is our first year at Knoxville, and it was. Yeah, one we're probably not going to miss anymore. Is the uh, is the 360 Nationals is 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 it better to visit the town during 360 than it is during 410 because of the amount of people? Yeah, you definitely get you know less lines, less 
congestion, I guess, you know, of the town and still can see everything. Uh, it kind of seems, though, lately that more people have been coming in early and just taking in the whole 10 days instead of just the four during 410. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what we hear. I know uh, we talked to Wes during the uh, during the Nationals. You know Wes Irwin, he runs the Outlaw Trailer, right? Yep. Yeah, so He's we talked. actually doing, doing workouts with uh, one of my sponsors and friends. Oh, nice. Young with Un- Undefeatable Life, so they're working on getting a, yeah. kind of an outlaw road program tour put together so that people that are on the road that don't have access to gyms every day can stay in shape and stay healthy. Absolutely. It's a good idea. It is a really good idea. Um, he was just saying how he actually likes the uh, the Brownells night there in Knoxville better than Nationals just because Nationals is just so busy. And at Brownells, he feels like he can chill out and just hang out with the people he wants to hang out with there. Yeah, no, I can definitely see where you'd feel that way. So, anyway. Do you ever want to move up to a 410? Uh, I mean, Davey Heskin's one of my good friends. been literally friends with him since we were going to the bar at 21 years old. And to see what he did this year with a, you know, with a family team and just hard work and dedication is really, I'd say, giving me hope that, you know, maybe someday down the road if, if finances and resources are better, you know, a little bit better than they are right now, that that would definitely be something that's a possibility, and that you know, with it's really just the hard work and, and commitment that you can beat, you know, the likes of the big teams yeah. that come to Knoxville. So, I mean, I, I'm not going to say no, but it, it's not on the horizon at the time. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> what so, do, what does it take to <clears throat> prepare? <laughs> and sorry about that. And stay so competitive <laughs> at racing at Knoxville on a weekly basis like you do. Uh, for us, just with how busy we are weekly with doing business stuff, you know, not pertaining to racing, the biggest thing is just <clears throat> being prepared in the shop, just uh, having tires done, you know, having everything cleaned and organized and, and having spares on top of spares and being ready to uh, know what to do in the event of that. You know, there's been a few guys that have been in championship battles that couldn't get things done in the work area, and it cost them their chance. So we we say that all races are won in the shop, and, you know, really I think that we kind of proved that because we we show up at the racetrack and bump the wing up or something and put a right rear on it and put the engine heater on, and we're ready. We don't don't do any work at the racetrack. So we, we try to do everything we can. You know, behind closed doors and get to do it in air conditioning and do it together and just uh, makes it a lot easier <laughs> well heck yeah so so talking about so this was your first year with your family team right and then so before that was is there only one or a couple other uh teams you raced for or was it uh a guy you raced for or some or uh Who's your favorite owner? I guess I can say. I guess obviously yourself, as you did this year, but or last year. <laughs> oh no, I've always been very fortunate that I my my dad and his business partner um, with the business that they owned for ten plus years together always owned everything. So, <coughs> sorry, uh, I worked worked for them at their business and then uh, kind of raced for them too. So, always been a part of a family operation but now having sole ownership it's it's definitely been nice to be able to do what what we want when we want and you know just do what we can i guess not have to push the issue and to to, to get to do it with with my father and my father-in-law and mother-in-law and, and my wife and friends just uh, really doesn't get any better you know if i 
didn't have to write the check personally, it'd probably be a little bit better, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I like where we're at. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And what did it mean to you to grow up really in, in Knoxville? Like now you race at Knoxville on a weekly basis. Um, what's it mean to you that you grew up there? Did you, did you always go to the races? Like, was that just something you guys always did or was uh, Knoxville different for you as a kid? Uh, no, my life's always been about racing. I don't think I've really ever done anything that on the weekend that wasn't sprint cars. You know, vac- all the vacations we took was my dad racing and wherever we'd go. And I've just uh, <clears throat> always loved the place. You know, a couple, probably my favorite memories. So there's uh, a guy named Jim Unimark that, and Mike Cunningham that were my math teacher and geography teachers in middle school. And they both worked for Knoxville Raceway and they pretty much said that <clears throat> I was one of the only kids that they've ever, ever had in school that at that age said, I'm going to do something. And he said, you actually did it. You know, you've actually raced a sprint car and put a decent career together and, you know, are out here kind of living that dream that I've had since I was 12 years old. So uh, my life's always been about sprint cars and, and I really don't foresee that changing. Dude, that's awesome. Heck yeah. So besides Knoxville, what's your, say we'll say a favorite track or a favorite place you've been to uh you've raced at oh got a couple i guess i've always been pretty good at donaldson iowa and burlington uh mainly with sprint invader stuff so those are probably my favorite here in iowa and then pretty sad hearing that i-80 is going to be possibly shutting down because i've always had a really good time over in nebraska at i-80 and won a couple there and just to be able to still kind of be on a big track, but have uh, have a little more banking than Knoxville just kind of gives it a different feeling. Yeah. So is it? I did see a couple of rumors. Is that is it kind of in limbo right now? I eighty. Well, from what I've heard, there's been offers from I think it's like a construction company or something to buy the land, huh. but there hadn't been nothing in writing yet. So yeah, I hear they're at least supposed to give them a 2022 kind of farewell season. So hopefully we can get over there a time or two this year maybe uh, i don't know if it'll be in the 4w but got a couple couple things in the works and then coming to drive a car at uh, all the sprint invader shows this year uh, for a family team down there we're trying to put a deal together so hopefully get outside of knoxville a little bit and uh, then run the 4w at knoxville yeah when you were uh, when you were on the ascs tour what's what's the favorite track that you that you raced with through them uh probably definitely Skagit out in Washington. It was a uh, dirt cup. was a pretty cool event that they put together and uh, Steve Beitler that owned it back then, uh, you know, just put on a, a real good show and they had real good track prep and the fans loved you and the, the area is incredible. You know, it was just kind of felt like you were on a vacation or in a painting, you know, you'd be roll out for hot laps and you got the mountains in the background. It was just uh, something pretty cool. And, you know, kind of, I guess memory like that, of, of on track stuff rolling uh under the bridge at williams grove was pretty surreal you know i, I felt like i was in world of outlaws 2002 on ps2 or something oh, yeah. in a car and it was just uh pretty cool and fun and we were i think i was second quick in hot laps and then when the tracks licked off i was absolutely terrible so <laughs> williams grove's on on my list of places not to go back to but i've done it once is that the only track in pa you raced at or did you race other tracks that you I like ra- I did not like the next one either. We went to Sellins Grove and uh, I had a rear end come apart in a heat race going into turn three and hit the wall wide open and junked a car and uh, saw stars like I was on Looney Tunes. It was uh, another bad memory. So PA has not treated me yeah. well. 
So you're not going back to PA. <laughs> I have no plans to go there unless it's just to go watch at Port Royal. There you I, go. I oh, I want to. Yeah, we want we want to get to Port Royal too for sure. That's a a bucket list for us. Yeah, we've been uh, my one of my buddies that was just in my wedding, Heath Moyle. He uh, managed the Hefner team for a while, and now he's with Brent Marks. And it's uh, we go out there for the Tuscarora 50 and hang out with them and watch. And that that place puts on one heck of a show. Yeah, we're gonna have to get there soon. Yeah, that's one of the few PA tracks we've talked about. We got to get there just <clears throat> just to see the track in person. Yeah, they uh, they've made a lot of improvements. Everything. Oh, the improvements, the fair that they put on. You know, the I mean, the food's incredible. The fans are awesome. It's just uh, a huge party, but a, a well-ran race. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you like watching like Indiana Sprint Week? Non-wing, you uh, yeah. non-wing, non-wing stuff. I do. Uh, I went. Uh, I've been to Kokomo a couple times, and Kokomo is the most insane thing I've ever watched. Those those guys crank it in, damn near backwards at the fan, or at the flag stand, and I'm like, man, I don't like it when my car gets down on the left <laughs> rear too much. And they're doing that, and we. Uh, I became pretty good friends with Justin Grant, and so try to try to catch a race on him whenever we can, and really like watching. You know, we're all so blessed with Dirt Vision and Flow and all these things that. I mean, you can watch 200 races a year from from the seat in your living room, so it's uh, pretty cool to really not miss a lap everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're down by the Hobstadt area. If you're familiar, Tri-State Speedway. That's where that's our home track. We're like 15 minutes away from there, so we're yep. uh, we're non-wing guys, but we like wing stuff too. We're we're all about sprint car stuff. So, but pretty much anything on dirt, we yeah. like to watch it. But uh, so chili bowl. What do you got going for Chili Bowl? Uh, predictions or anything? Anything big going on in Tulsa this week besides the Chili Bowl? Oh, not too much. <clears throat> Probably stop over. They got a big RC car race. They call it the <laughs> RC Chili Bowl out in Mustang Arena in the back. Yeah. It's always pretty exciting to check out. Those guys are pretty serious and put on a decent show. And Other than that, I uh, I just enjoy being, being a race fan. I don't have sponsors to entertain or like here during nationals everybody's a bunch of campers and friends in town and don't have to race myself so do a little bit of sleeping in and eat some of the good food down there and drink some cold coolers light and enjoy races that have zero percent chance of a rain out that's right that's right so what's so what's so we're talking about food we're, we're we've never been we're like i said me and charlie's going uh, we're leaving Wednesday. Wednesday morning. So, uh, any recommendations food wise? I mean, we got a couple places penciled in, but if anything on your end, you you need to oh, we have yeah, to check we out. Go to, we always go to Tally's Cafe, which is an old, uh, old, old cafe from the Route 66 times. So we always check that out, and then uh, they got a bunch of rib cribs, which are kind of like a like a rib shack type deal, rib shack type deal that are always pretty good. Um, other than that, I kind of always save my stomach for the the good food at the expo center. They got pretty good Philly cheese steak and Frito pies and nachos and really really about everything there. You really can't beat it. Heck yeah! So, sounds like you were involved in mine and Bunner's text chats yeah. talking about. <laughs> we had tallies in rib crib on our uh, <laughs> yeah. to go because we're staying right there too. So we're like, well, something close, and we're gonna hit both of those up for sure. For sure, but, yeah. Yeah, they're definitely like, must. Okay, we're gonna hit that up. But I guess so uh, hoping for a, hoping for a good repeat of last year. I was the I won the 
Chili Bowl pool Loney Wheelie's Chili Bowl pool last year. Yeah, for who, who was that? Took, oh who was well, the, the Chili Bowl pool. So yeah, yeah Loney Wheelie's the one that puts it on, and I think it gets like dang near a thousand entries or something, and uh, it was forty dollars to enter, and you still have till collapse on Monday to do it. But uh, kind of like fantasy football, and I made forty five hundred bucks off of winning it, and I joked that I was the other than Keith Coons and the guys that got the rent ride money, I was the third highest earner out of the Expo Center, short of Kyle Larson and whoever it was that ran second last year. So <laughs> we always joke about that, and that's what I got to go do once I get off the phone here is go do a little bit of homework. There's a bunch of guys that I never heard of this year, and typically you make your money in group six, seven, and at large. So Yeah, so, any, so you got to do your homework on that. So what you're doing tonight after this is your pool? Yes, sir. There I'll go, go through there. You know, the first four groups <laughs> well, are you always can't be, You can't pretty... be leaking too much info then right now, but I'm not trying to dig any of it. But Yeah, it'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> you got any uh, – so, so your predictions then? Well, I Here's... think Kyle Larson's going to be pretty hard to beat again. I think uh, I think the Chili Bulk seems to go in swings where guys just absolutely own the place for three or four years at a time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I think – I think you see Kyle repeat. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see what Bell can do back in a Keith Coons car. So what? what and uh, see if he can get his confidence back there. So what about uh, uh, young Emerson Axum having such a good uh, shootout last week? Is he going to be a uh, he going to be a name to watch? Are you putting him in your pool? I don't know if I'm going to. I think he's I think he's going to do very well, but uh, I, I hope that being as young as he is, that the hype doesn't get to him too much. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it doesn't overdrive or something, but I think being in a Claus and Marshall car, you know, with Richard and Jennifer giving him all the equipment that he'd ever possibly need, he's, he's in a really, really good spot. And, you know, Tim Clausen's a pretty, pretty dang good guy there too. So I think, uh, he'll definitely be a contender. Um, Name to watch sure out I was for. going to pick him just, just with the age. I like to go for experience a lot more. Gotcha. Who's your dark horse? Justin Grant. Justin think, Grant. Uh, Justin's been Mr. Friday for the last three or four years, and I think he's really just been a, a very, very small tick off, you know, or maybe even just a track position type deal off where if he can get out to the lead, maybe he can dictate it. And uh, you know, I think he's just as much talented as, as Bell and Larson. So, you know, he's uh, very, very good there, and I think he's, you know, really on the cusp of something great. Absolutely. Yeah. So, Tulsa, yeah. So we're, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Really appreciate your time and your conversation we had, and we might cross paths in Tulsa. I don't know. We we maybe not, but we'll be there, and it should be a good time. That'll work. I, yeah, appreciate you guys having me. Let me up down in Tulsa, and uh, can't wait to get things rolling here in Knoxville on April sixteenth. And then uh, we just announced too that we're helping promote a race and sponsoring a night with my dad's new commercial equipment business, Higher View Enterprises, and we're going to bring back. Uh, JC's grandpa's memorial race from Texas. Uh, we're going to bring it back to Knoxville Raceway on July second, calling it the Nolan Rand Memorial. So, hell yeah! See if That's you guys awesome. can make it make it out there, and got some cool stuff in the works for trophies and some giveaways and things to try to try to get people to be more excited for some, you know, making their races memorial races with cool trophies, kind of like everybody does out in Pennsylvania and California, Indiana, yeah. stuff like Absolutely. that. So, really looking for a for a great year and. And like I said, I appreciate you guys for having me. Hey, no problem. Maybe, uh, maybe when we're out in Knoxville this year, uh, uh, if we hook up with you, maybe a shop tour or something. 
You got it. All right. Awesome. We appreciate you, Jamie. Thank you so much. Yep. Have a good one, man. Yep. Yeah. Have a good night. See it. That's Jamie Ball, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the four W Jamie Ball Racing for his Facebook and Jamie Ball five five J five J. Yep. For his Instagram. Jamie handle. Ball Racing. Yeah, that's on his Facebook. So check him out. Give him a follow. What a good dude. Good dude. Good talk. He's a really good dude. Now uh, on to the rest of the show. Uh, we got some uh, some Wild West shootout. Yeah, it's on right now. To go to. We got we got it on right it, now. I did see it's like a five day deal. Like is yeah, it, uh, it is, yeah. They got yeah, uh it's like the eighth or like the fourteenth or something. Like it's Yeah, it's going on for days. Yeah, they got yeah. uh last night, tonight, and they got like Wednesday, Thursday, or Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday again next weekend. Dang. So yeah, yeah. So Donnie's leaving this to go to the chili bowl. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. See, that's why I said I knew he was at Chili Bowl, so I didn't know if he'd be at the Wild West Shootout or not. Yeah, he's going to do both. Both of Both of them. He yeah. just wants to be in a car. Yeah. Driving something. And I'm sure the Sage thing, you know, they had sponsorship come through for that, and he probably, yeah, I'll do oh, it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. So. Driving for both. Yeah, and he's fine. Jump Bucket. into this late model and finish 10th. Dude, uh, he made, he made the A last yeah. night. Well, he started. He started. Uh, he was like in sixth. Sixth. Yeah, he started sixth. He fell back to tenth. It was a pretty tough yeah, field, though, man. It was it was really tough. He still tenth, finished though. tenth, though. Tenth. For a guy that doesn't even run late models regularly. Yeah. You know, he he does here and there. Yeah. But. I mean, tenth for that's that's yeah. pretty good. It is pretty good. And and like B Shep came. Uh B Shep passed uh Pierce. Uh Bobby Pierce. Uh I don't know what lap that was, but um B Shep was running the high side. Pierce is on the bottom. Which is weird. Which is weird because Pierce is usually fucking banging the Boards. right rear quarter on the fucking fence. But, yeah. you know, it is what it is. And uh, uh, B Shep said in his interview that I guess people didn't tell Bobby to move up <laughs> quick enough. <laughs> well, there's guys there's guys in the infield that usually tell him where to go to, his crew guys. So, I mean, that's what he's talking about. Yeah, but they didn't tell him to go up high quick enough. And that was the race, really. I mean, yep. fucking – I yeah. mean – Got around him and that was it. He was on. He was dude. Brandon Shepard was on a rail and you couldn't fucking you couldn't get him. No, he got held up by lap traffic like in the he middle. He hot wrecked of, that guy there at the he end. He did. He did. But, yeah, he got held up by that, lap traffic a little bit. But Bobby, Bobby, yeah, nobody was it. nobody was catching him. No, you it seems to be him. that way when B Ship gets in front anyway. <laughs> in the dude, whether it's in the B five in the B five the family car put it in victory lane on the first night he yeah. was out in it yeah. in twenty twenty two. Yep. Like, dude, fucking awesome night for him. Really, really awesome Vado's, night for him. Vado Speedway, New Mexico, in case anybody was wondering. Dude. It's a very, very, seems like a very, very nice facility. It is. Yeah, brand look, new. Look good. Brand, brand new. Brand new facility. new last year. And last year was his first year as a full season, right? Yeah. yeah. But it's going to be, going to be a nice, I mean, I, I thought the late models put on a good show, but I, I want to see sprint cars on. That'd be a good. It would be a good show. show. It slicked off. It slicked off for him. It did. But there was, was a lot of cars there. Yeah. But, Hell, even the Modifieds was decent race. Dude, yeah, the Modifieds is a good race. Yeah. I don't know about I the X-Mods. The X-Mods is a... Or A-Mods. Yeah. A-Mods. Well, they have A-Mods and X-Mods. I was going to say, there was X-Mods too, I thought. Yep. So the X-Mods is a uh, kind of a Southwest series of yeah. uh, Modifieds. Is that a crate motor? Probably. I'm, I don't know for sure. 
Yeah, but anyway, the A mods is a good show as well. I didn't stay up to watch it, but I did watch the A main for the uh, late models. Probably stay here to watch with you guys the A main for the late models tonight as well. But probably, yeah. Anyway, fucking badass show last night. Yeah, awesome yeah. to see. And you guys yeah. got some. You guys got some other news coming up this week. You guys are. You guys are going to the Chili Bowls Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. we you are. You guys are missing Monday, Tuesday though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we we're waiting till Wednesday morning to leave, but uh, we're heading there this week. Which I guess Monday's the just practice, isn't it? Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Is that a prelim night? Monday's just practice now. Monday's right? practice. Tuesday's Monday's prelim. Practice, Tuesday's prelim. Wednesday's yeah. prelim. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're talking about moving practice to Sunday, but we just heard. I mean, I guess because that's just, you have 395 entries in the Chili Bowl. So I mean, if it keeps getting bigger, I mean, but but the, they were saying it's going to be tight getting all them cars. I mean. Uh, haulers, I don't know. There. I don't know how oh, you can yeah. get any more underneath that's, that roof. That's you've got to you have to cap it at some point. I yeah, mean, at three hundred ninety-five like, or four, we'll cap it at four hundred if you can get four hundred in there. Well, I mean, shit, they they couldn't get all they couldn't get all the shootout people underneath the roof. True, they had sixteen hundred and or what was it? Was it sixteen ninety? Yeah, sixteen ninety yeah. almost seventeen hundred for the shootout. Yeah, yeah. Sixteen ninety. That's the last number the, I seen. The only thing I got to say for the chili bowl is the uh, stables are so big that you probably have one hauler for like five, six, seven cars a piece. So you, yeah, you do you do get a little leeway there. True, but they were saying it's going to be real tight with three ninety five. So. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to but, see what you guys uh, what you guys see this week. I'm uh, pretty jelly that I don't get to go fucking venture those pits <clears throat> with you guys. That's uh. A real big bummer for me. Yeah. 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 We'll miss you. Not just you. you. Ex- we you- wish you were there, but there's a lot of other people should be really yeah. jelly, too. We want to dip into that real quick. I mean, <laughs> go get on my soapbox. I, I, I just figured we'd just go ahead and get We might get as well. We're shit. here. We're here. I can't wait. We'll just, guys, just get in this shit. You guys go ahead to your soapbox. <laughs> I'll just fucking listen in. But Yeah, <laughs> so come to find out. So it's me, Charlie. We had this... This we had, we found out we got tickets in August, right? Were you gonna say something? Everybody wants to go. Everybody. everybody. Oh man, everybody was getting a hold. <laughs> oh, of them. we're jealous. Did, did anybody get a hold of you? Yeah, a couple guys. Okay. I, wait, like, hey, wait a minute. You, wait a minute. Before you guys get into the soapbox, I was on maybe kind of the maybe list to the tickets, but I didn't even get talked about. Yeah. You guys had tickets. You guys had well, tickets well, spoken for we, before. Well. You guys had tickets spoken for before I even be- had a ticket spoken for. It was and because was, of... No, 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 no. No offense to you guys. It's not your guys' fault. I said if you guys had an open ticket, I'd like to fucking join. But tickets were spoken for before I even got spoken for until August, and I didn't even get a, um invite until this week. Yeah. So tickets were all the way spoken for until this yeah. week Yeah. before people dropped out, right? Yeah. Uh, is that correct? Yeah. yeah. But let me get into this real quick. So Okay, go ahead. So Gerald, we we had we had already talked about this episodes ago, but we were at Bristol for the Word of Outlaw Sprint Car in April of last year, 2021. Yep. And we were kind of sitting around drinking screwdrivers. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You got the shirt on. You got the hoodie on. Charlie yep, does. I do. Uh, we were sitting around drinking some screwdrivers, drink, cooking whatever we were doing, just hanging out at the camper during the day. And I don't know who it was, Keith or you or Jeff, said something about Chili Bowl. And Gerald goes, huh. Gerald Hunt. Well, what's Chili Bowl? Hmm. So we started diving into that. Which yeah. Gerald started talking. Gerald is he is a ra- he likes watching. He, he, he likes, likes going to races. He goes to Hopside with this great dude. Chase, his son, is in my class, we're good friends. Um, 
And so we decided, you know, he decided to check into Chili Bowl. And we're like, well, it's a waiting list. Like, it's not like, hey, just go buy your tickets and you're in. Like, you have to wait. So anyway, he put his name in the waiting list then like 10 minutes after we had talked about it. So yeah, he did. put in for six of them, six tickets. So fast forward to, I mean, you know, they don't let you know until what, June, July or August. Yeah. So August rolls around and he says, I got my tickets. I got six of them. And I was like, are you shitting me? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> so then he says, I'll tell you what the deal is. I had the run at the time. It was the same weekend as uh, yep. uh, SmackDown. Right after we come he back goes, from Knoxville. He goes, I get three, you get three, and you get rid of them. So, no offense, but Charlie and Keith were both at Bristol, and we had already talked about it. So, they were there. Your three were spoken for. Yes. Mine and th- mine then, and then those two. So, then Keith, or sorry, Gerald had, uh, he asked Chase and his ex-father-in-law, Steve, which he's still close with to go. So he's, his is done. So we're all six is full. So done fast forward to Monday of Josh, last week. Josh should have told me before then. That we put in for him? No, you guys should have told me that you got him before then. Oh. Yeah, I guess we should have. But I, I felt like you knew. I we, didn't know. We brought it up earlier. No, I didn't know. Anyway, I'm not holding it against you guys, but I didn't know. But. So go ahead. We, we go, um, where was I at? Uh, so we fast forward to Monday of this past week, which was the like, what, fourth or some shit? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, January 3rd. Keith Melheiser texts me and goes, hey, uh, I got a problem. My boss won't let me off because we got a lot of work to do. I can't get off. We got a lot of work to do. Not enough guys to go around. So... There we go. He can't go. So I said, well, I'm going to start working on a replacement. And so I got to work. I literally text. I started texting guys that day. And I literally texted, which I will say one guy, I'll give him a free pass. But uh, the rest of them, yeah, okay, never mind that. But <laughs> So Grant said he could go. He's the first guy I texted because he asked me at Hornville for Christmas Eve if he had any extra tickets. Yep. Said yeah or no, and he's like, "Whoa, let me know." So, I get a hold of him. First one I got a hold of. He has boiler making class Wednesday through Friday. If it was last week or next week, totally good. He can't miss those classes. Nope. So he's out. Rolly can't go because of class. So I give him a free pass too. Um, and then after that, it was just, "Whoa, man, I don't know, man. Oh, I don't know. I don't understand. It's last minute, but chili bowl." This ain't, this ain't last minute bullshit. Yeah. This, like we this have, chili we literally like, have <laughs> lodging locked down already. Yeah. We have vehicles yeah. locked down to get there yeah. already. All you have to do is pay for the lodging and pay for the ticket, and yeah. you're in, and pay for fuel on the way there. Can you go or can you not go? Yeah, like, and, and that's it. And all that's the people it. that said, "Oh man, man, I'll take one if you got a, an extra one." Guess what? Those same people I got a hold of. Yeah. Oh man, I can't. I can't. I don't want to go. Blah blah. Okay. Well. Come at me, go. motherfucker! I let last you know. I let you see know. What <laughs> and by the for the record, we're talking about Kyle. I did let him know. He did, but that I, I had it. I can't go. He but already knew. I, I know. Go. I knew you could, but I let you, you know. You I know, know I can't go. Anyway, so all you motherfuckers that said you wanted to go and needed an extra ticket or needed an extra ticket, wanted an extra ticket, yeah, I let you know. I need. And you still couldn't go, didn't want to go. So sorry about <clears throat> you. We're going. Yeah. And by the way, <clears throat> I texted four people. 
You could have at least said no, I can't go. You right? could you could have texted me back. I actually, cocksuckers. I actually had one person ignore me. Dan Kiesel totally ignored me. <laughs> yeah, you you guys just straight ignored I sent, Charlie. I sent him. Charlie, yeah, Charlie I got four well, people just ignored me. Charlie sent, ain't a motherfucking I sent thing Dan a nobody. <laughs> Charlie sent, just Charlie is a fucking ghost. I sent Dan a message on Snapchat because I don't have his phone number, and I was like, "Hey, gave him the details. Here's what we're doing." And I saw you can see when you open it on there. Like oh, I can yeah. see when it's been opened. Yep. And so I waited an hour, and I sent him the black thumbs up emoji. <laughs> and then I saw he was typing, but he never sent the God, message. That's such a dagger from you. That's such a dagger from you. I mean, whenever you send something, whenever you send something on on our group well, chat, well, it's usually when I get ignored. <laughs> whatever, whatever you send something on our group chat, and you and you send a thumbs up after that. <laughs> it's usually like, "Hey, I'm here, motherfucker. You want me to call you or what?" Like, it's always such a dagger to the soul. Yeah. It's like, oh. Well, Dan, though, he still hasn't got back with me. He literally still has not gotten back with me. Like, and you got ignored four times, so you yeah. you take the cake on that one. But all you motherfuckers just say you're race fans and you want to go, yeah, you ain't race fans. Sorry, it's okay. Come at me three days before the race. And guess what? If we want to go through and see if yeah. my black ass ain't going. Yeah, actually, I saw they posted real side sidetrack. We need to get off this subject, I think, because <laughs> we're rambling. But uh, Chili Bowl Nationals on their Facebook, they posted that they had like forty two tickets, forty two. Tickets left. Single tickets. They said they're not within shouting distance. (laughs) Like, that's all they have left. Yep. It's 42. 42 was it. And that was like, what, three or four days ago? I seen Uh, it like two or three days ago. Nice. Nice. You guys are going to the packed house. So it's going to be... You guys are all getting COVID. Yeah. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't scared. My boss already told me because he asked me where I was going. He came out the other day. He came out to work Friday and he's like, where are you going? Anywhere fun? And I was like... Yeah, I'm going to Tulsa, and he's like, mm, yeah, okay, well. He's like, well, corporate doesn't really have a policy for travel right now. It's not really, like, happy. <laughs> and he's like, but he, he doesn't care. He's like, you get, you're going to live your life. I know it's real. I know it's a real thing. I don't care. He's like, just, just let you know. I do need you when you get back because yeah. I'm the project manager of this big project we're doing. So yeah, well, I was like, I'll be safe. Well, he said, be be careful or be safe. And I was like, oh, I'll be safe. But I mean, you can't against that. I mean, you never know. So. Yeah, dude, when you get back, you're going to have COVID. But it's okay. It's okay. You've already had COVID once. Yeah. It's okay. Maybe, maybe I've already had it again. I don't even know it. I don't you're, know. You already had COVID when we got back from Knoxville. I mean, since then, but yeah. Anyway, I'm going. I don't give a fuck what my penis head boss says. Yeah, your penis head boss a real yeah. dick. I'm going. I don't care. <laughs> He's going to want me to come into work anyway, so I'll be there. Yeah. Dean, <laughs> go ahead and just think that Charlie's not going to be back at work. And then you should buy a sticker. And then you should buy a sticker. <laughs> yeah, we Five dollar make you holla. We have stickers for sale, in case you guys didn't know that. <laughs> and t-shirts. And t-shirts. Look All right, so what you got, what, what's your guys' prediction for Chili Bowl? What are you looking forward to? What do you... Uh, what do you? Uh, I know. I know. We've already talked about with with Jamie how you guys have already said the uh, um, what what was the restaurants the rib rib crib rib cribs and, uh, rib cribs. You guys going to some rib cribs? You guys are going to uh, what's the other one? Tally's good ca- good food cafe. Tally's good food cafe. So you guys are old school place there. We already know you guys are going to hit those restaurants. Uh, what else are you looking forward to in Tulsa? Um. Being in the pits, maybe check out the RC race. 
We're definitely checking out the RC race. Yeah. Just nice, just because that's going to be nice. Cool the RC Chili Bowl, yeah, yeah. Oh, those, yeah. I think it's like ten dollars to get in, but it's still it's dude. It's those cool. guys are going to be talented it's as cool. fuck. They're going to be super talented I for anybody. See the for anybody wondering, it's uh, it's uh, yeah, that too. Um, yeah, it's yeah. A, you get it's, a driller for it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you talking about the big statue? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. But the, for the for the RC, it's an actual Chili Bowl. They run the RC cars, and they have the like a little four by it trailer they back in for their little work area or their hauler. If you Dude, want to call nice. That. Nice. But, but yeah, I'm ready for all of it and just the atmosphere and see what it's all about. And if it's worth going back, which and you guys are staying, you guys are staying right across from the track, right? Baseball throw away. LGA, we Stones are. throw. I don't know how you guys, this motherfucker pulled that you, off. How did you guys pull that off? Did you pull it off? Yeah. Just you did random one day looking. How did you do that? I typed in vrbo.com and got on there and typed in where I was going and there was the one, dates were open. There was one right there. Literally September. I've had it booked since how September. Does that, how does that happen? Just uh, you can't even get you, you can't even get in the Knoxville campground within like six months. I guess people weren't even thinking. People were looking at hotels maybe. They were looking at hotels. That's the only thing that makes sense. Which is what I didn't want to do because that's what you don't want to do. It's a yeah. hotel. Plus we're gonna have to drive. Guess what? We get a we're stumbling distance at this point. So yeah. you guys we're can straight drink. across the sidewalk. We can stumble home. <laughs> and so you guys can just walk home. There's a Walmart. Eat a pizza. There's a eat Walmart. Eat a pizza and come back. There's a Whataburger a mile away, too. Ooh. There's a Panda up. Express and a Whataburger a mile away and a Walmart. And there's a rib crib that's, like Jamie said, it's it's right literally from, it's right a mile away as well. Dude, you guys so, better you guys better hook up with Jamie for at least for a day. Just yeah, at least hack, hang out. Just yeah. like, just like, send him a message. See, see what's going on. See if we can hang out, dude. Hang out, drink a beer with him. He's not racing. Yeah. Might as well drink, drink a beer with him. I mean, if we're gonna get a, like a shop, a shop tour with him, like gets known before we do. Yeah, I agree. We're, we're I gonna mean, hit we're him. Going, we're going to, we're going we'll to Knoxville in sure. uh, August. But like, I'd rather you guys fucking break the ice in we'll Tulsa. Hit we'll hit him up for sure. We'll, yeah. we'll talk to him. Break break sure. the ice in Tulsa, and then we get, and we can go up there and fucking hang out with him for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to that, and I think I'm gonna take my. We talked about our food restaurants we're gonna eat at, but I think I'm gonna take my Weber, my 22 with me. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wings. Buffalo ribs. Are you taking the, vo- are you taking the vortex. I'll take vortex. Yeah. Oh yeah. Vortex is going. So, so uh, wing ribs. Night. Wings? We're gonna do ribs. Buffalo I think we're gonna, we got to bring thighs? the buffalo ribs to to Tulsa, right? We have buffalo to ribs. buffalo ribs, Tulsa ribs Maybe in Tulsa. They probably don't know about buffalo ribs out there. They yet. about to find out. You they about don't, to learn. They today. don't know buffalo ribs in Tulsa, man. They I gone. You that. They gone learn. They gone learn. <laughs> and we did look at the forecast right when you walked in earlier. Uh, Fifty degrees, sixty degrees all That's week. That's not bad during the day. We got some good ass days coming up this week out there. That's not that bad. Is if That's not bad at all. Change like we know it does. But. Yeah, I mean, as of today, we got some good ass days. Yeah, but yeah. coming up, do you guys get some buffalo ribs going? Uh, you guys ribs. get uh, uh, some maybe some chicken thighs. Got some Ooh, pork steaks. Yeah. Are you guys gonna some pork steaks? Are you guys gonna hit up anything like we had tonight? No. What do we have tonight? Ooh, <laughs> want to fill anybody in? Kyle? I'll, I'll fill them in. I did it. I did it for you guys uh, tonight. <laughs> I did. A, Ain't nobody uh, forgotten. We was just. Letting you take the reins on this one because it was your shit. I know you guys didn't forget. So tonight we did a, uh, I had a three pound rib roast that I did today on uh, my uh, Vision Grill Kamado Grill. Um, I took it to about one thirty five, 
and then I, f- I took it off. Um, it was seasoned with uh, Miss- uh, Swine Life Mississippi Grit and Mississippi Grind. Mississippi Grind. Yeah. That's right. Mississippi Grind and some Butcher Shop Prime Rib seasoning topped with uh, our local Snooks garlic uh, spread. Money. Which was money, by the way. Uh, let that go for about an hour. And I, I kind of fucked up. <laughs> so so tell, the goal tell us about that. Tell the us goal, about that. The goal was uh, about 250 for about two hours. So I got everything started. And I was like, you know what? Okay. My son started feeling real bad. I, I, we, we, we really thought he had an ear infection. We all just got over COVID, by the way. So, so everybody's already been COVID cleared. So we knew it wasn't COVID. We knew it wasn't the COVID. Uh, so <laughs> COVID. <laughs> we, uh, we took him to urgent care, and I was like, you know what? Everything's gonna be good. Got everything shut down. Everything's fucking real low. Um, so we took him to urgent care and, uh, got there and they're like, well, it's not infection yet, but you know, it could get there, but it's all the, the reminisce of COVID and, and he had the croup and, and like there was, there's no infection. So like he doesn't have a fever right now. So it was all good. So they're like, okay, well, we're going to call in a prescription for some, uh, high milligram ibuprofen, blah, blah, blah. If you guys need it, it's there. But you don't have to go pick it up now. So we got home. We went home. Uh, I got home, and here that I thought, here my Kamado grill is going to just hold temperature and going to be great. I got home. <laughs> here it is. It's 390 degrees in this A thing. Scorching 390. Scorching. So I was like, Fuck. So I went up there and started temping it. And and the, the three pound rib roast that I had is sitting right at about what, three uh one thirty eight, one thirty nine. So I was like, I gotta take it off right now. Right meow. Right meow. It's it's <laughs> dude, it's ten degrees hotter than I wanted it to be when I took it off. Uh-huh. So I took it off. And I let it sit and I fucking put it in the fridge. I let it sit for thirty minutes, I put it in the fridge. I was going to shave it for sandwiches anyway, so I was like, okay, we're going to be good. Uh, I I set it in the fridge. I brought it over to Bunner's house. Uh, I took his um, knife, and I shaved it. And luckily to me, gorgeous. It was it's, money. It looked it's good. just gorgeous inside. So so I'm, I'm skeptical coming into this. It's gorgeous. We shave it. We stick it on this huge loaf of sourdough. Cover it in a Vardy cheese. Uh, do some uh, uh, Northern Lights garlic butter all over it, all over the top of the bread. Cover it. Put it in the put it in the oven at like three fifty. Was it three fifty? Three fifty. Yeah, three fifty yeah. for like thirty minutes. Uh, covered in aluminum foil, of course. Just make everything all nice and toasty. The cheese all nice and melty. Dude, cut it into about fifteen slices. Dude, wonderful, I wonderful think there's sandwich. one slice left. There might be one or two slices we gotta left. got to save one for Shalene. you got to save that for Shalene. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was. But, I wanted to go get some more. But, but There's I, a couple well, left over there. But we'll I'll tell you. There's I'll some tell you, scraps I might dig into, too. <laughs> i tell you this. For a fuck-up for me, it was a major fuck-up. It did turn out 
Dude. Wonderful. Perfect. Oh, good thing you got back when you did, though, because you didn't want to go any higher Dude, than no, that. Dude, no, 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 no. I almost fucked it up. It was it, perfect. Though. It was almost fucked up. Yeah. It, it could have been It, it could have been. It less was the done. last step that before it would be like falling off the edge to fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. My opinion. Yeah. When I got back, the coals had gotten too hot, and, and like it was indirect anyway, so the indirect helped it a little bit, but still it was almost, yeah. it was almost too much. But if I'd have been there, I'd have been able to regulate, but I wasn't there because I just, just trusted my gut. And maybe this was the one time you shouldn't trust your gut. And it was, side note, it was windy today. It was pretty windy. It was windy. For it was sure. really windy. It so the wind might have Just guessing. Me. Yeah. It was windy as fuck out but there today. It, but it turned out. It, it turned did. out. It was, it, was, yeah, yeah. it was fucking money. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was money. Yeah, totally. It could have been better. We need, to, we need to do it again. Could have been better, but we're going to do it again. Um, I have no complaints. No. Me no. Either. And we Dude. dipped it in some root beer root glaze, beer glaze. Uh, from San Elmo. Yep. And uh, no, no, the root the, the root beer glazes from St. Elmo, and, and then the, the uh, bourbon uh, bourbon glazes from Maze Farm, Maze Farm, which the bourbon glaze was better. You thought, May, yeah, 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 yeah. The bourbon glaze is probably better. I thought it was. That would be good on some other stuff we yeah. could probably do. For I know sure. we, yeah, I know sure. we really can't uh, some ribs promote or something. We can't really promote Maze Farm Market that much. Uh, maybe get them on a sponsor. <laughs> yeah, they're local. Know. They're local. They're at Evansville. They're so. local. They're off St. Joseph. Maybe we, need, maybe we need to talk to them. We cook a yeah. lot. Yeah, we cook can. a lot. We talk to a lot. Throw we them a we bone. get to, they do we, the uh, we get to a lot. Yeah, and they do the uh, um, pumpkin patch and all that oh, stuff. Oh yeah, in the they, fall. Do, they, do they do all the, the crazy they stuff. Do the, they do uh, yeah, the maize, corn yeah, maize, the corn and maize and shit. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Turned out money though. It did. Yep. It was. It was really good. But yeah, <clears throat> well, we hit sidetrack nation again. What well, kind of? We were talking about food, at least we can. Kind of, it was food. It was yeah. food related. It was, we did. It was a food related story. We were, we were talking about light models, and then we <laughs> went straight into this. So yeah, yeah, not so, a big yeah. deal. I was just saying. We cooked a lot of good. We took cooked some good stuff. We got a, we got a few other things on the we docket well, here. Let's, let's, we don't talk about the results first. We we didn't talk about it yeah, earlier. Yeah, let's talk about the results, then we'll go, so, we'll go with the rest of racing. Night one, late model, night one at Dotto uh, for the Wild West shootout. As we said, B-Shep won. Brent, Bobby, sorry, man, I messed that up. Bobby Pierce second. Mike Marler third. He yeah, was going there for second go. there at the yeah. end. He was yeah, sneaking he was. around. Dude, By the hold way, on, hold on. Mike Marler's car. car. I, I sent that through a text thread Money. last night. Dude, Mike Marler's car, the yellow car Just with the pops. blue 157 on it. Dude, money. I love it. Oh, there ain't a better looking. Dude, I don't know if there's a better looking car on the racetrack. No. You know what I did? forget to do tonight? Dirt draft. I didn't do it. Oh, Shit. no. I did it me this too. morning. Are you this, shitting me? I did it this you morning. You put it in that early? This morning. <laughs> I did not want to do it sitting, that early. I was yeah. sitting. I actually thought about it before I came. I was sitting like, no, on the couch with my son this morning when I woke up with him, and I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it, and I did it. So I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the win, You're boys. In for the win. Yeah. Mike Marler third. Stormy Scott. <laughs> good luck on the win. Mike, uh, Stormy <laughs> Scott fourth, and Earl Pearson Jr. fifth. Modifieds. Well, by the way, the late models were 40 laps. Modifieds 25 laps. Uh, sorry, I don't know any of these guys. Derek Ramirez. First, second, Jacob Blees. Third, yeah. Tyler Pearson. Fourth, Dan Elbert, or Ebert. Fifth, Rodney Sanders. And the aim mods don't. Well, no, you don't know none of them either. <laughs> but we'll say it anyway. Go ahead. Uh, Chris Jackson, Andy Bryant, Gabriel Hodges, Scott Bentz, and Aaron 
Blankets. Blackens. Blackens? Mm-hmm. Is it Blackens? There's no N in there. So you're right. Okay. I'm sorry. We don't know. <laughs> I'm used to have. I'm used to, Black believe it or Lance. not, my name is Blake. I've had people spell my name Black before. I'm not shooting you. Black, eh? No, Black. They spelled it Black oh. before. That's that's fine. Well, you look black to me. <laughs> From the waist down. <laughs> I was sure you could tell us about yeah. that. I don't know. Yeah, we, uh, don't know. we don't know about that. No, we don't anyway, know that. In other racing news, Noah Gas. Yes, 18. I didn't realize he was 18. I well, didn't either. I, I thought, thought he was, was older than that. I did too. But I do Noah, remember him running. But. Noah Gas, full time World of Outlaws. The 20G? In the 20G? 20G. Yep. Yeah. Is it 20G? Full, yeah, 20G. Or 20, yeah. Yeah, it's 20 G. It's 20 G. Yep, it is. Full time. Kind of a. Kind of a. It caught me by surprise. I mean, I'm good for him, but just kind of a shocker. Dude, he came came all the way from. uh, He was running full time USAC like two years ago. Yeah. And then last year you went and he ran a lot of uh, like IRA. Uh, Moa. He, he ran Moa. Maybe some uh, ASCS. No, he he was a 410 guy. He ran. Yeah, he ran mostly IRA. Yeah, he did. Uh, up and in Moa. Wisconsin yeah. and Michigan. Um, but, man, going full-time outlaw this year, good for him. Yeah, maybe we should get him on sometime, too. Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah. That'd be a good one. What do you guys think about that? You guys you guys yeah. go with that? I'm good with it, yeah. Hit us up on our Facebook, Facebook page and let us know. Our face page? Yeah, our face page. <laughs> Actually, at randomly, old guys random, this is totally random. Maybe we should talk about this off the mic. We'll talk about it off the mic. Go ahead. Uh, Go ahead. Let's see it. So, of all the people I follow on Instagram, uh, I get a request from him to follow me this week. Just on my page, not the Dirt Tracks page. Oh, yeah. So, you might know who I am at this point. I don't know how, but... We might. We might need to get him on. Just like I've said for like... (laughs) 75 fucking I, like years said, everywhere we go i'm not bragging i'm just saying i, I get a request because my i was tired. right charlie you're right everywhere we go but i was somebody tired knows so i was bunny. tired doesn't matter if it's fucking walmart dollars <laughs> dg it does wherever yeah. somebody knows this motherfucker we could be somebody seen this motherfucker before we could be in burlington <laughs> iowa Hey, at a Walmart, <laughs> and somebody's gonna stop bunner and be like hey bunner yeah uh maybe chili ball too you guys gonna find out yeah I have a feeling so, there's going to be quite a few of those stops. So, at like Chili I said, Bowl. I wasn't bragging. This wasn't a sidetrack. Me brag, boast about myself. But so you know, I I was tired of the spam accounts sending me my follow like all these spam bots and stuff. Yeah, hey, for sure. Text me for my pictures, OnlyFans, blah blah. You know all that shit. You know how it is on on face, social media these days. I got oh, one yeah. on Facebook today. Anyway, so I get a request from Noah Gas, and I was like, okay, that's legit. <laughs> I know that ain't fake, <laughs> but anyway, I just thought it was weird. But that's—I mean, I ain't bitching. That's awesome. That's cool. That's fuck cool yeah. Enough. Maybe you know. Except that you want to come on the you want to come on the come show. Come on down. Yeah, shoot on shoot a show. message on Instagram. Yeah, we get you on. But anyway, like I said, I wasn't boasting about myself. I just I thought I'd share that with you because I hadn't told you guys yet. So. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. But dude, that's that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah, full time outlaw outlaw racing next year. No Wing gas. Ball. No gas. Dude, kind of maybe a uh, local guy. Yeah, not really local, he's from, but 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 like uh, he ran the Indiana. Yeah, scene he was for a while. He, he was running. Yeah. We seen him run non-wing. I mean, for a long time. Yeah. We saw him run non-wing for a couple of years yeah, here. Well, I would say a couple of years, but I didn't realize he was only eighteen. Yeah, I, but I, he was. So he was young. He was. Young, I would have guessed like twenty-four. He ran the chili bowl. If somebody would ask me, he's running the chili bowl. I ain't talking shit. Yeah, he's at chili bowl. We can hit him up there. Yeah, Yeah, we'll talk to him. You guys should talk to him there. Have to. That'd be pretty cool. 
we're going to spend at least one day in the pits talking to as many people as we can. We might be past for two days. You never know. Yeah. All right. I'm just also, saying at least one Bull, day we're going to Chili Bowl, Zach Dom. Dom, yeah. Zach Dom's running there. He's uh, running. news from him this week. Yeah, he's running full-time extreme racing series. Yeah. He's going to go racing with the uh, World Racing Group. Love it. He's going to do it. In the 5D Speed Shop. Fuck yeah. Heck yeah. Do it. Do it. Do it. Not as well. I mean, that. I mean, for him. Yeah. I mean, now they're stacking up now. I mean, we got. We've talked to him a few years, a few times. Yeah. You know, he's. Yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Good for him. Yep. Pocahontas, Illinois is where he's out of. Yeah. So he's going to run his. Is he going to run his 5D car? No, he's running with the. Which I didn't realize. I read the article. I didn't realize he won the MOA championship this year. Zach Tom did? Yeah. The Wing Series? Yeah. The owner at least did. It was in the 31 car. It was in a white and blue car. But he won the championship. Yeah, look I, it up. It was in it was in that article this week that was shared. I didn't realize that. So it's the same team, I think, that did that. Huh. Same owner at least. Huh. And they said they're also going to they said they're also by me. They're also going to run a car on select events for that series. With Joby Miller. Well, that's a good call. So, two Joby of Joby Miller's a hell yeah. of a driver. Yeah, he's another MOA guy, a Midwest guy. So, good news out of there for that series and those guys. And in other series news. Yeah. Uh, Brian Tyler and Shane Cochran both going full-time with the Silver Crown. Yeah. What about that? Yeah, Brian Tyler's an old motherfucker. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> he's still old. whipping up on him. He won that. <laughs> he won the decoin race, the mile yeah, race. Yeah, he did. Yeah. He did. So, he's going to He's going to go full-time dirt and pavement? I guess that's what it means going full-time, right? full-time, yeah. Yep. Or at least dirt. And Kyle's Kyle's obviously out of – Kyle Cummins is obviously out of the uh, uh, pink 16, 69. The pink 69. Who's running that now? Stockin. Stockin's going to race Stockin's going to run that for the dirt, this year. the dirt events, right? Dirt events dirt, only. Dirt, dirt only, yes. Dirt only, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah only. no pavement. That's why dirt. I said he's running it some this year. Yeah. Yep. And in uh, and, and other news, Rico. Yeah. Go ahead with that. Rico. Go ahead, Charlie. He's running 80% of the World of Outlaw schedule this year. I know that kind of broke late or earlier, but we hadn't talked about it. So we yeah, haven't. Go ahead. Yeah. We haven't. I mean, but who, I like it. Who, I like it a lot. Who ain't a Rico fan? Right. Everybody's a Rico fan. If you ain't a Rico fan, then F you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Exactly. A, B, C, D, E, F, U. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> so I mean he he'd uh <laughs> found the mic on that one. Uh he uh Sorry. he'd been I mean if you want to be the best, like we said, race you know, race yeah. with the best. I mean, yeah, I mean and if you got the funds and the team and you and, wanna do it. And he's got it. the funds and the Dude, team. He's been running he's been running pretty competitive. And he's been good in all stars. And I feel like he's been kind of throughout. stepping up. He's kinda of been running you know, he started running some MOA stuff. He was running some uh, all stars, and now he's like he ran a lot more last year of that. He ran like PA Speed Week step. last year. Yeah, won Ohio, a couple of races Ohio, in Ohio. He ran most week. of the All Star. He ran most of the All Star schedule. Most He's of the All Star schedule. Yeah. yeah. Then won yeah, uh, thirty races, forty races. Yeah. Then he won uh, one of the prelim nights in Nationals. We were there. Yeah. So he's I mean, been working his way up. Dude, he's been. And you have to. That's that's what that's what it's all about. I mean, work your that'd way up another, to the top. That'd be another fantastic yeah. guest. Most people yeah. ain't. 18 and jump into World of Outlaws. Yeah. They don't. Some can, and it works out for them, but like, yeah. most people got to work their way up to that that stage. I think I think Rico's kind of 
stair stepped this way. I mean, oh dude, yeah, he's worked it, dude. Chili Bowl Nationals champ twice, twice. twice. Yeah, you know he's been a predominant fan favorite with a wing. Dude, yeah. he's there. He's there. Oh, he yeah. should. He should run it. He should run full time. I I want to see. I think I would he would love, do good. I would love full-time. to see Rico run full time. I I could see him finishing top ten in points. Dude, I can see in his first full time year. I could see him selling more T shirts than anybody else out there. Well, yeah. yeah, that for sure. Yeah, good for him. But it is good for him, man. Yeah, it's a big step. It's good for, for him. Sure. Anything else? No, nothing really big. Uh, just a little tidbit. USAC CRA starts their season. We're gonna get some racing in the end of the month, boys. Right after Chili Bowl will be uh USAC CRA at Cocopa in Yuma, Arizona. 27th through the 29th. And then what's weird to me is they have that race as they're starting their season. Their banquet's not till February <laughs> for the 2021 that. season. <laughs> yeah. Which I guess, I don't know. I, I mean, I ain't mad about the race in, in January, but that's awesome. I mean, it's racing to watch. So. It is racing. Um, and then obviously uh, USAC and uh, the, the midgets and the sprints come to life in Florida. Uh, February in Florida. Bubba. Bubba Raceway. So. Yeah. That happens, and then uh, the All-Stars come to life right around the same time. Georgia, I think, and then, yeah, down to Volusia. Yep. So and it's balls out after that. Well, so without walls and everybody. Here we go, we got, boys. We got shit going. We're, what, uh, less than a month away? Yeah. yeah. From we're, balls out racing again. Yeah. You guys are on, uh, you guys are down in uh, Tulsa here this week, and then, uh, so next week we'll probably take off. Yeah. Because you guys will be on your way home, and then the week after that, I mean, it's pretty much balls to the walls after that, boys. Yeah, we're going to be strapped down. Yeah. Yeah. But we're going to have some stuff next week, too, though. Yeah, maybe a few more interviews. uh, Maybe, uh, I don't know. We'll see what happens. We're going to have some stuff. Stay tuned. I mean, we're going to be doing, like, Facebook. If you guys don't follow our Facebook, we're going to be on there. Videos, pit walks, interviews. We got our mic we're taking with us, our, our wireless mic. We got our equipment we're taking with us, and the house we're at. Bones to pick. Bones to pick with people. I mean, yeah. we're gonna be we're gonna be dude. doing some. I mean, we have to hammer it out. Yeah, dude, I can't wait. Got I can't a, wait to see what you guys do. Got our Instagram page too. Yeah, um, Instagram. Check that out. Check it out. I'm Follow fucking pumped. That. I'm pumped to see what you guys do. I'm jealous you guys are going to Tulsa, and I'm not gonna be there, but. I'm yeah. fucking. I'm ready we, to see what you guys fucking pull out of this thing. We wish you were going with us, but yeah, you're not going to this time. No, maybe next time. But maybe you know, maybe if next time. If it's good, time. we'll renew. We'll be back. If, if it's as much fun as we think we are, this could be an annual trip. You know, that's right. Well, it's just what it's about, kinda, man. Kind of like Knoxville. Probably hey, we gotta, be we gotta, we gotta send one or two to every event we can, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean. Yeah. Regardless, as we can however it happens, however it happens, we got to send somebody. So it is what it is. And uh, dude, I wish you guys the best. It's gonna be fucking fun watching you guys in Tulsa. Yeah, (laughs) we're ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go right now. But I don't want to. I don't even want to go to work for the next two days. I just want to go. Or actually, I want to start pre-gaming with beer and Tito's. Well, we can pre-game right after this. So (laughs) we are. (laughs) Any last words? I got, you got you got a couple? I got a couple words to say. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Peace, Peace out, out, motherfuckers. Out, motherfuckers.